All right, welcome back to the show. Uh, some of that slow, methodical, penny slot machine type music. Um, <laughs> so, can I get another Sound roll like, of pennies, please? Sounded like a little, who was it, Jack? Ice Cube? No, one Ice Cube. It was... Uh, Vanilla I know who I know who you're talking about. No, no, the music you just played. Oh, I would have no idea. <laughs> well, uh, Other course, than that, he had it nailed down. Of course not. You played it. It makes perfect sense, <laughs> dude. There's a card here marked bumpers. Oh, I have no idea what is on it. Well, okay. that's it. All right. <laughs> Ron All right. Burgundy will say anything you put on the screen. On Question the mark. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I am Ron Burgundy. Did you guys get a chance to listen to his first one last week? On the iHeartRadio app? No, he's got a new podcast, though. Yes, he does. I was in Mexico. It is. Actually, I've heard three three of the different podcasts, right? And uh, I'm wondering how long he's going to be able to carry that forward as in, in character, you know? I don't know. Is it? It's just radio? It's podcast? It's yeah. not? It's, it's a not podcast. Funny? Yes. I think it's funny, but I'm a huge fan of Anchorman the movie. I am, too. I watched it the other day on the, on the way back mm. in the van. It was... It's awesome. 998, 1,000. Yes. You're here for the gun show? <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly in studio. Tony Wake, yours truly, Scott Casper. Producers include Jack and Leon DeLeon, the dynamic duo. Our contributors include Christopher Bishop down in uh, Narlands, Louisiana, Tommy Boy Halverson, and uh, what was he in Waukee? Waukee, Iowa, and of course, Eddie Kulenkamp in our advanced North Carolina studios, part of the Evergreen Podcast System. Tony, um, you just literally got back. Was it yesterday you pulled into town? Yeah, we had a little trouble with the van. So, um, Was it a Sprinter van or what is it? It's a Mercedes Sprinter van. Okay. It's, what it's happened? A, it's a three-liter, six-cylinder turbo. Wow. Uh, it's a total slug if, it, if the turbo doesn't work. I had some modifications done to the uh, the turbo exhaust, eliminated the def and some of that other stuff. And uh, I don't know if that's related or, or what, but <laughs> the, the I mean I had somebody do it, so they obviously know what they're doing. But um, it acted like the uh, the exhaust for the turbo was plugged or something, and it filled the turbo up with 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 uh, oil, and it's um, the thing would barely pull itself, and I. Wow. I, we were in California and we took the southern route going out. And I said, You want to, do we take a ride on the eight or do you want to go up through San Bernardino and go through Vegas? And we were kind of still had the energy at that point. And we thought maybe we'd stop in Vegas. We didn't. Thank but God. Uh, yeah, because it, we ended up not even getting a hotel. It took us, you know, an extra day basically to get home. But got home and, and the things in the shop. I'm going racing next weekend. So hopefully it's done by then. But So you still have the 20 bucks you owe me then if you didn't go to Vegas, right? You know what? what? I, I I had scratch tickets that I gambled with that money, and they didn't come through. Beg your pardon. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Vegas or uh, Baja was a lot of fun this year because it rained, and the my friends in California they were saying that they were talking about going too, you know, because they live in Escondido and San Diego area, and they're like, well, we'll just we'll just hop down and do it a few days with you or whatever. But uh, they thought it was going to be bad. It was actually the the best conditions I've ever ridden in Baja. You could actually ride like behind each other. Usually you're a quarter mile behind sucking dust and it's it's awful. This time you were you were right behind each other. I mean like roosting each other and having fun and we we ended up hitting some single track that I've never seen before 
never been part of the race course. It's just for guys that just want to go down and, and have some fun. And some of the most epic views of the Pacific Ocean, and I'm not exaggerating, It's it was the most pretty thing I've ever seen. Huge cliffs that were just sitting there. And, you know, if it was in the United States, they'd be million-dollar lots, $2 million lots. Really? There And there's just nobody there. And um, the one bike had like three flats one day. He had an issue. And so we were a little nervous. We weren't, you know, we had no food. We, we weren't sure where the fuel stop was, if there was one. Chase truck was long gone. So it was kind of an adventure this time. It was it was really fun, and uh, I took some boys from Iowa here that have never been, and I would say about fifty percent of them said they would they will they don't care if they they didn't say they didn't care if they'd come back, but you could just tell they weren't like really stoked on it. But um, just because there was a lot of a lot of elements of unknown, like how's it going to go and then the other half were like we'll never miss this again so i love i love sharing it with people that have never been there well i'm glad you're back i made it back safely you and your uh, travel companion um one of the things that uh, you may not know tony is that i've become interested in uh well the atmosphere in which i work okay and i know there's a lot of uh, bike shops out there still operating with old technology maybe some of you guys and gals at home with a garage that's still kind of dim maybe you got old technology in there in terms of bulbs maybe you got old fluorescent lights and you think that's good enough well let me tell you something there's something better out there. Here to talk about it is the uh, founder of Yellow Blue LED. You can uh, check them out nationwide, yellowblue.com, yellowboottech.com to be exact. He joins us now as a founder, and he joins us. Is he on line three? Let's bring him up. Jack, if we can. Craig Schweinebart. Craig, how are you? Hey, I'm great, Scott. How are you tonight? I'm good. Thank you for joining us. I know you guys have been busy. So many people upgrading to yellow, blue LED. I know our, our big Cadillac dealers uh, here in the in the in, in this part of the state in Iowa, and I'm talking about, of course, Willis. Uh, the Willis Auto Campus recently did interior and exterior both. What a difference it made! Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, we, were, we were blessed to have that opportunity great campus light up it was 24 acres of light wow the outdoor scott and uh um, they actually wrote a, a great review for us in our magazine and uh great articles you know it was, uh, it was an awesome experience i will say this uh, if you think it's just about the appearance of your property that's one thing but what about the attitude of your employees let's bring up that attitude by you know, putting him in the right light, so to speak. Um, there's a lot of things to consider, but let's say I have a two and a half car garage and I've turned it pretty much into a shop now. That's that's, but all I have in there is incandescent bulbs. What can LED do for me and my full experience of being in my own personal shop? Well, you know, I've worked on vehicles and shops, and there's nothing worse than you know where it's dim and you can't see things and. You know, it goes back to if I'm if I if I'm in an environment where it's lit well and I'm working, um, I'm going to be more productive and uh, I'm going to enjoy the the day better. There's nothing worse than going into a you know a dark dungeon. You know, even, even a business you've walked into businesses before where it's dark, dingy in there. Right. People just work better in that environment. And um, hey, and by the way, did I mention it's it runs less than half. To run LED, it costs less than it to run, and it does fluorescent anyway. So, you want better light that you're already paying for it. Right. You may as well have it. 
Now, Tony, you and I were talking about this. There's some shops where you can't see what's on the bottom shelf because the light doesn't get down there. There is a number, I've been told, on a, uh, on a tube, for example, and it, and it may say, what, 14, 12, whatever that number is, but it's talking about the amount of, of, of space between the bulb and the floor. Okay, so if it's a 14-foot ceiling, you want the right bulbs. How many times have you gone into a big box store, okay, a home improvement type store, and nobody ever talks about that? They just let you buy whatever's on sale thinking you're going to be happy. Why not become an expert? Craig, what should people be looking for in LED? Because not all LED under the glass or under the plastic is the same, correct? Yeah, that's right. Um, It's just like any product you would buy. There's different qualities, different grades. Um, you know, uh, if you're a tool guy, I guess I can, you know, you can, you can, you can, you can buy a, a really good tool or you can buy a cheap one. And, but the difference is in the LED lighting is, you know, you get uh, a much better light, you get a longer lasting, you know, you might buy a light at a store and think, well, this is a cheap light and you get it home and a year or two or six months into it, the light goes out. We've all had that happen. Right. And you wonder, why Why did that happen? That's an LED light. Well, they're not all made the same. I mean, let's face it. It's just the way the world works. And you get what you pay for, and you get less than what you pay for many times. So you got to realize that 90% of all LED lights are made in China. And you need to know that you've got something that's quality, that's been vetted. It's not just the, the, the last of the run, and that's what you're getting when you box many times. I have a shop that's uh, dimly lit. Uh, we're, we're getting ready to uh, finish it off, and it's just a it's just a place for us to to work on motorcycles, dirt bikes, and we work out in there and stuff. And um, it, you know, we were just it's weird it's it's well timed that you're on here because we we literally were talking about that today. We were we click on the lights and they're like, man, your lights are awful in here. Yeah, and I yeah. go, I know, I'm I'm gonna have to go go buy some but led lights are, are a lot cheaper than they used to be aren't they yeah they are i mean they've, they've actually the they're, they're not going to get any cheaper i mean we've actually seen a little increase in them just with the some tariffs and things but they're they're at the low i mean you know it was five six years ago you could pay you know sixty dollars for a light that now is twenty dollars and but it's not going to go any lower. It's about the bottom of the, you know, it's, it's at the bottom right now. And, and it's a great value. I mean, we're looking you know, like a $200,000 project that's going to pay for itself in two years. Wow. And then rebates after that. The, well, with rebates, the tax write-off, and with your, um, the savings you're getting on electricity, if you don't do it, you're going to spend that 200000 and not have the light. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of become a no-brainer for people. And you have to compare apples to apples. What I've found, too, it doesn't matter if it says Philips on it or Sylvania or whatever. you got to compare the internal uh, parts and technology inside of it, and it's worth it. You may pay 8 bucks for a bulb, but I guarantee you're going to get a whole lot less uh, than, than you're bargaining for. And that's the sad part. That's the sad part. I know we're going to do this again, Craig, and I'm sorry we caught you a little bit later than, than anticipated, but give them the website. People can find out more about you. Hey, just go to yellowblueled.com. Yellowblueled.com. Look for them on Facebook as well, right? 
That's right. That's how we found you. All right, bud. Well, thank you so much, Craig. Appreciate it. Best to uh, your family, okay? All right. Thank you, guys. There we go. Craig Schwenebart, Yellow Blue LED, bringing a bright new idea for you. You know, if you get rid of those uh, old tube lights, here's another thing get rid of the cost related to replacing the ballast. You don't need them anymore. They can direct wire them in, saving you all kinds of money. All right. Appreciate you joining us. Thanks to Martin. Thanks to uh, Josh and Evan, Cooper and Carlin. Well, by the way, we will rebook Cooper Webb. For Tony Wank, Ed Camp, The Balance here, Jack and Leanne DeLeon, I'm Scott Casper speaking. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pit Pass. May I have your attention, please? Excuse me. <clears throat> Are you listening to me? Thank you. The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited. Sports stars. They're like superheroes. But they're actually real. Which is why we've made a podcast about them. You see... They've all got a story. But too many of these stories were cut short. Kobe Bryant. Payne Stewart. Flo jo, Phil Hughes. Justin Fashionew. We're writing episodes about all of them. And sadly, many more. Death of a Sports Star. A new series from Crowd Network.